Right guys, how you doing? Welcome back to another edition of the FPL Update Podcast. It's the big one, the double game week, the one you've been waiting for and the guests you've been waiting for with Marwan and Matty here. Evening, gents. Evening. Evening, Dean. Evening, Maz. Evening, guys. Let, let, let's, just, let's get straight into it, okay? Tell me who you're captaining, Mars. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen my conundrum on Twitter. I actually don't know. I honestly have not decided who to captain. There's so many options. Because I'm using my triple captainship, it's even tri- uh, you know three times the pressure at the moment. I've been getting it wrong all season. So whoever I say, avoid, I'll say. <laughs> it's just one of those. I, I always look at the fixtures again. And I think West Ham cannot be ignored. They... Um, they probably play one of the most informed teams. You've got the, the you know, the emotion of leaving the ground. Uh, fourth place. Carroll still probably wants to impress um, Hudson. Payet is Payet. There's so many goals in that team. Uh, and they play in uh, two home games, I believe. Uh, one of them is United. I'm not sure who the... Uh, I think it's Swansea. Swansea... Are at the beach already. I mean, after beating Liverpool and even before that, they were safe. The beach. They have a lot. Wales. Well, they're probably. Listen, they've 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 got so many injuries. I think I think I heard Sigurdsson is injured. Williams is injured, and he's not going to play. Um, so I can't see how what how strong the Swansea team is going to be. So I, you know, West Ham can really go go wild in that game. So it's 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 a really it could be, you know, you know, if you want to gamble with Carroll or go with Payet. I mean, and then you've got people like Martial. I, I gambled with him on double game week 34, but he didn't do anything. Rashford. Um, I would, I would say players not to captain are definitely Liverpool players because of what's happening in Europe. I would avoid those players. If you have them, keep them. There's, it's not point taking out players that you have, in my opinion. But I wouldn't captain them. To be fair, Marwan, you haven't known who to captain for the past 37 game weeks, but apart from those ones, you've been pretty confident. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Is it a little bit more straightforward for you, or is it playing on your mind? No, it's, it's absolutely not straightforward, Dean. Um, I'm in a similar position to Maz. I've, I've really not had a chance to think of it. I've been concentrating so much on the transfers. I've not really paid much attention to the captain, but you know, from the start of last game week, there's been one player that I've just had this gut feeling that I should captain, and that's Eden Hazard. And, you know, he's not been great all season, as we all know that, but he's had two uh, back-to-back back-to-back goals in you know in game week 36 and 35. And I just think I, I've got nothing to lose. I really haven't. Um, I won Manager of the Month in a, in a Works League last month, so I got 20 quid for that. I'm happy, <laughs> I'm happy with that. And now it's May, I've got really nothing to lose. I'm just going to, I think I'm going to captain Hazard. I agree with Mars around West Ham. You know, they, they, they have got a lot to play for. Two last games um, at their bowling ground. But for me, I've already, I'm already carrying three West Ham attacking players in, in Carroll, Payer and Noble. So that's enough for me. I, I don't really want to put all my eggs in, in one basket and captain one of those players as well. So I'm going to go completely. Well, it's not differential because he's owned by about 13%, but they're probably about um, you know 10% of those are probably ghost teams still. So I'm going to captain Eden Hazard just because you know he's class and uh, he could be coming back into that form that we saw last season for the, for the remaining uh, three games of his 2015-16 season. It sounds as if Matt is on the same beach that Swansea are on. The season for him is over as well. 
it, it definitely is. The pressure's off, and you know what they say when the pressure the pressure's been off for about four or five weeks, and I've, I've done really well in those four or five weeks. So I'm just going to continue, just making these casual choices and not thinking too much. So yeah, it's going to be hazard because I've had him in my as, as my gut feel for a while, and I'm just looking at his stats against. It's playing Liverpool, isn't he? And Sunderland is. It's got the best record against Liverpool than any other English team. Scored four goals and one assist against Liverpool. So yeah, um, I think I'm Matty, go Matty, what does the missus say? We know that is the important one. This is Can true. you please ask her who should we triple captain? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. When when, when we're doing the next, <laughs> she, <laughs> she is just a bit of context on this. Every week I always um, send a tweet that that looks at who my, what my gut's saying, what my head's saying, what my balls are saying. And then I always ask my wife, who knows zilch about football, and um, every single game week, she's right. Even when I triple-captained Sanchez, she was still right. She told me to triple-captain Aguero. So she, there's no beating her, there's no beating her. So, you know, when we do the next question, I'll, I'll shout her in and I'll, uh, I'll tell her, I'll ask her, and then I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Interesting. I think I think uh, Marwan has a point with the avoiding Liverpool players because of the Klopp Europa League situation. You know, for me, no. If you pardon the pun. What about Jermaine Defoe, Matty? I know you said you're going to captain Hazard. Defoe's playing against them. They've got two home games, Sunderland. They need to stay up. Do you think Defoe's a shout? Uh, well, so I've brought Defoe in. Is one of my transfers that I've brought in. Now, I'm torn on this one. Because I was looking at his stats, and yeah, he's in form. He's got quite a lot of shots on target. I think he's like the second best in that um, stat. What concerns me about Jermaine Defoe is that game week three and game week 20, um, he played Swansea at home and he played Villa at home. And they're the only game weeks in the whole season where he's scored at home. In the other 15 home games, he's, he's blanked. Now... He's coming into game week 37 and he's playing two home games. So you, you say that form's with him, but home form isn't with him. But I just think that this is it now. He's in the fight. He's got to, he's got to do something. Sunderland have to do something if they want to stay in the Premier League for this, you know, this multi-million pound deal next next season. So maybe that's a whole lot of nonsense, and then he'll go and score. That's what I'm hoping. And so I've gone against my own stats here, and I've just brought him in on a gut feel. But yeah, his home form is is shocking. Marwan, when you plan your double game weeks, do you look at the players who are playing well, or do you just plump for 11 players playing twice? I try my best to look for players that are in form. I mean, um, double game week, double game week 34 blew out everything about just bringing in 14 players because the players, some of the players that weren't like Ali, outscored some of the double game week players. So it's not just about having. 14 or 11 players, it's 14 if you have bench boosts. It's about having players that you know will score and more less um, easier to predict is to play both games. If, if a player plays at least a game and a half, you, you should be happy. Now, a lot of us have brought in a lot of players in game week 34 that might actually be at rotation risk. And again, when I look at double game week 37, I would say if you, if you don't have a wild card, which most might not, and you have those players... I'll, personally, I wouldn't take a hit on a player that is meant to play two game weeks because he might play one of them. Take a player out that is either now, you know, suspended, injured, or at the beach. Keep keep the double game week players. Why do we keep talking about beaches? I know the weather's warm, but guys, there's three <laughs> game weeks left. Concentrate. 
<laughs> just, just an update on, on the clueless wife. Um, she's come in and she's um, picked the Hazard captain. First time this season where we've both agreed. So just put that out there. She's gone for Hazard captain too. Well, I'm surprised she didn't say stop playing fancy football. Um, she says that. She says that a lot. But yeah, she gets one question and this is this is it. Matt, Aston Miller have lost 11 games in a row, but Newcastle only play once. Would you take a minus four for an Andros Townsend save? I wouldn't, no, because it's, it's just too inconsistent. Um, I, I I was toying with the idea of bringing... Um, I think it was game week 33 um, Mitrovic in and players like that because they were coming into form and it, I think he scored like three on the bounce but then he's just stopped and dried up and I think that that's what can happen with Newcastle players and yeah okay they are playing in Aston Villa but again we talk about the pressure the pressure's off Aston Villa and they are scoring a lot more now um, they're giving people more of a game they give Watford a game they were beating them until you know injury time so I'm not sure if it was a free transfer and this was different circumstances I'd, I would take a free transfer on it but um, I don't think I'd take a hit on just Townsend Now Marwan of course last time you were on here Leicester were fighting for the title now you're here they've won the title is it goodbye Mares or are these players just going to play for pride? What, what do you think the situation is now with Leicester going into these final few games? Uh, personally, I haven't had Mahrez since game week 33. Um, and it's not worked out too bad apart from one week, I think. Um, I honestly question how fit they're going to be tomorrow, uh, considering all the celebrations. But I think again... <laughs> well, you know, I don't blame them. And congratulations to Leicester. Well-deserved. Absolutely fantastic. I think they will. Uh, one or two things. Tomorrow they are the not. You know they will uh, remind me of the. Was it the 2005 Ashes cricket team that turned up at? Uh, you know celebrating. They were all absolutely off it with sunglasses to hide their eyes. Or they're going to go in there and, and think this is our last game in front of our our fans and let's let's give them a let's give them a real show. It's it's a tough one. If I didn't ha- I don't have him. I won't bring him in. But I think if you have him, uh, keep him. Get rid of somebody else. Mares or Vardy. Or, or any other Leicester player. I've got Morgan. I've got Morgan at the moment, and I'm I'm toying with either benching him or keeping him as as a third defender. It's interesting when it does get to the stage where people are genuinely on the beach. You know, is Jamie Vardy going to score a hat trick tomorrow? He may well because he's just come back from injury, but it's too much of a risk considering it's a double game week. Matt, I'm going to come to you here um, with an interesting thought, and it's that. A player like Roberto Firmino, who we touched on earlier, is, is play, you know Liverpool playing two home games. We saw this guy playing against Villarreal. Some of the tricks, some of the tricks I saw in the highlights were just amazing. Would you be stupid to drop Firmino out, even though there's two games at Anfield? Well, I think you know if you've got Firmino already, you can't drop him, can you? Because we saw how classy he is. Um, if you're looking. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people are going to be taking hits this week. If you're going to take a minus one to bring Firmino in, I think that's a bit of a risk, as Mars touched upon. Uh, is Firmino going to play 120, um, 180 minutes? Probably not. Klopp's, well, I, I heard Klopp's um, press conference. It, it blew my mind a little bit. I don't really know what he was getting at. I can't work out if he's going to uh, rotate his players or he's, or he's not. He's kind of said he, he doesn't know what he's doing. He, he hasn't had time to think about it. So, I... 
Firmino's played a lot of games lately, and I think he's, he's due a rest. So I, I wouldn't buy him, but I definitely wouldn't sell him, if that makes sense. Marwan, I'm going to ask you some questions now that the people want answers to, so you, you better not stitch them up. Baza <laughs> w- would like to know, triple captain, Payet or Carroll? I'm assuming he's going to use triple captain. He may as well. He's only got two weeks left. Payet or Carroll? That's a tough one. You know, uh, it's something that I'm thinking about. Um, for me, I, I don't know why. I most likely tend to go for a striker just because the chances of scoring. I mean, if you look at Payet, uh, you know, okay, it's two games and he scores wonderful free kicks. Will he score more than one or two goals? Now that I've said that, he probably go and score a hat trick. Um, it, it really, it's a coin toss. I would go for Carroll just because he's a striker and he's more likely to get shots on goal. There's a lot of people actually wanting to captain Andy Carroll. They just seem ashamed of it because the, the bloke did nothing in the first half of the season. But Matt, injury does come into play here. Carroll takes a knock after half an hour, and you've saved your triple captain all season for this. It's a bit of a, a low blow. I agree. And to, to answer the guys. Um, question on Twitter I'm going to just completely go go different to what we're all thinking if I've got if I am a triple captain left I, I'd be using it in game week 38 because Sanchez plays Aston Villa and that's enough to score more than someone playing twice um, you know he's in form so I'd say keep your triple captain and use it on the last game of the season I know that sounds ridiculous not but it's because it's, 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 it's the Aston Villa factor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I'm sure I haven't looked into this, but I've just got a feeling that Arsenal—they always seem to score well on the last day of the season. They always seem to play at home as well. Um, yeah. So Walcott scores a hat trick. Yeah. Really <laughs> Although he's injured, I think. Um, or is he? I don't know. But yeah, I'd be saving it if I still had it um, because it, uh, that game is just like the perfect, the perfect game. FPL Fanatic seems to be uh, in between your minds here. He, sa- he said, play it safe with Payet, Captain, or risk it with Eden Hazard. Is it at the stage of the season, Marwan, where taking a risk doesn't matter anymore? I think it depends on your situation. Um, if you are in the mini-league and you are leading, then you don't need to take risks. You just want to block your opponents. There's no uh, shame in playing boring. Ask Jose Mourinho about that, and he won enough leagues with that. Uh, if you're chasing, then go for it. What, what are you going to lose? So, for example, I'm I'm sixth, and in the my mini league, top five uh, get paid out. So I'm going for it. I'm, I'm the champion from last year, so I'm going to go for it and hopefully finish. Well, I'm aiming for first, and if I fail, hopefully I'll finish second or third. If I get my triple captain right and the first guy doesn't, then uh, I'm in with a chance, right? So it really does depend on what you want, where you are. If again, if if you are about the overall rating. If you're uh, below 100,000, then go for it. And if you're, well, well, if you're not happy with your position, but if you are, you know, in in, in near the low numbers, 5,000, 1,000, and you want to keep your position, then it's about playing it safe. It really is. Matt, let's talk about um, differentials this, this double game week. A lot of people looking at West Ham players other than Payet and Carroll. Would you make a case for any hammer worth having this double game week other than the, the two main stars? Well, you've got to look at the again. I'm afraid you're going to have to look at the uh, double game week players, and we've we've spoke a few about a few of them. Um, I mean, Jermaine Defoe, um, 
he's, he's only owned by 95, uh, sorry, 95, 9.5%, and, you know, it's probably even low if you look at the live team. So he's, he's in my eyes, he's a bit of a differential. And then you've got Troy Deeney. You know, he's playing Norwich, who are just awful. Uh, fighting for, no, sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a mistake. They're playing Liverpool, um, who will probably field a very weakened team. And then they play Norwich, who are awful. So I think they've got two quite easy games there. And, and Dini has a, he's had a few goals in the past. He has on, he's gone on barren runs as well, which is something to think about. But you know his differential is 6.4% as well. So he's 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 a decent player. Unfortunately, there's not many Watford um, midfielders to choose from. Um, and then let's look at Everton again. They've been absolutely shocking on form, but they've got. Sunderland away and they always used to play better away so again it's what, what Mar says if you've got nothing to lose take some of these crazy hits take a, a big risk on something like Lukaku captain or something daft like that if you've got nothing to lose um, just like me I've got nothing to lose so that's why I've just took a minus 16 what about <laughs> another name I've seen slug around is Patrick Van Arnhol do you think he's worth a punt Marwan as a captain yeah well, I don't know if I would ever captain a defender. Uh, the, the short answer is no. Uh, definitely bring him in if you don't have him because he's one of these guys that suddenly can go on a run and score two two goals in the game. But um, I, I definitely wouldn't captain a defender. What? You, have, you haven't captained a defender all season? I've never captained a defender or goalkeeper. Really? I'm, bit, I'm a little bit surprised by that. Van Arnholt, I believe, has four goals this season, though. Oh, it can be Baines or Ivanovic or Aspilicuota or Coleman. I still can't. I can't make myself captain a defender where one mistake will just clear out your clean sheet. I, I don't know. I, it's it's. It might be daft, but I always trust my midfielders and forwards more than my defenders and goalkeepers uh, for for captain. Yeah, the, this guy Van Arnol is is. I'm just looking. It, on the 2nd of January, the first game of this year, he scored against Villa. And then he went and scored in the game after that, and the game after that, and the game after that. He scored four go- four consecutive goals. It's just crazy to think that a defender from Sunderland can just jump out of nowhere <laughs> and score and score <laughs> a run like that. Um, but then he went on and he did nothing after that. Uh, I've got him. Um, I think he's a decent shout, but yeah, not as a captain. He takes some big, big balls to a captain and defender. I think he's ex-Chelsea, though. He might have a skill or two in his locker. <laughs> well, used to. Now, of course, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, 37, it's a big one, but you've got to plan for 38 as well, the finale. The last day of the season for you, Marwen, is, is, it, is it just sort of a, a nothing to play for, just a punt who's going to get points, or is it worth planning for something? Because a lot of teams will have nothing to play for. It could go either way. Absolutely, you have to look. You know, our hope would be that the the fight for fourth place is still still open because the last thing we want is uh, Arsenal to rest players against Villa because of the Euros or whatever, right? Um, so we want them to be still fighting for that place along with United and City, which is why I would say you need to be careful with game week 37. We say in getting as many double game week players, but if you have Sanchez, I wouldn't be getting rid of him. Um, I'm now I'm thinking of benching him next game week for the get, for the double game week um, but I will not be getting rid of him uh, it's a debate about Aguero and City in general because they are a bit awful at the moment but again they need to secure that fourth place 
and now they've got no Europe. I've got Aguero on KDB, and I'm, I think I might have to, to get rid of one of them. I'm not sure who yet. Uh, same goes... Now, you know, the other thing is uh, Spurs players. Some of them now might just give up. I can't see Kane giving up because he's just Kane and probably wants the golden boot and probably doesn't want Arsenal to finish above Spurs. So I think this game week, actually, this this season, because it's gone on so long with relegation and the top four, I think game week 38 is going to be a big one because it really depends on who you get rid of and and um, who who's still in the fight for something. Now, we know less... You know, you can forget about Leicester and Aston Villa in the last one, but I would say Spurs, depending on what happens next week, Arsenal, City, United, for one reason or another, and West Ham, uh, and then you've got Newcastle and Sunderland. That's seven teams there where you can have a lot of players still playing for for really big um, points at the end. So I think it's going to be a good one. Now, Matt, the, the biggest fixture this weekend, I think, has to be Manchester City against Arsenal. Where do you see the points in that one coming from? This is this is the kind of game, right, that it's either going to be a, a nil-nil or it's going to be just uh, all blazing free-all, something daft like that. But I, I think it's going to be the first. I just think that these, these two teams, no one will want to lose, given where they both are in the table. Um, you know, it's not all about the fourth spot. It's about third spot in my eyes. Um, you really need to secure that third spot so you don't have to go through that um, provisional qualification for the Champions League next year. So I, I don't know. I just think this is going to be a boring nil-nil, which is why that'd suit me because I've got a, an Arsenal defender. Um, but yeah, that, I don't think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a bit of an anticlimax. What if, if Arsenal go there and win that game? Bearing in mind Man City haven't beaten. Uh, a top eight team, I think, at the Etihad this season. If Arsenal win there, there's a chance City could miss out on top four, which would give the West Ham players, Marwan, that added incentive again. I'm seeing, you know, the likes of Antonio thrown around, the likes of Lanzini around. Would you take three hammers in that last day against Stoke? Why not? If they're still in it, absolutely. West Ham are playing this kind of football, and I think Matty and others have touched on it on in Twitter, where there's goals coming from everywhere. I mean, I've had Lanzini from game week 34. Okay, he hasn't done much. I'm not taking him out. I'm keeping him, because anything can happen in, in the next double game week. If you've got Antonio, I mean, even Cresswell, I, I've got, you know, I've got, like I said, I've, uh, I'm going to go with three, by the way. Um, I haven't decided on which three, but I would love to have Cresswell as well. Because he's one of those that um, West Ham can keep clean sheets and also he can add attacking potentials. Um, you know, so uh, Noble, I'm not surprised Matty brought him in. I mean, Noble's going crazy at the moment and he's on pe- he's on penalties and he's uh, I've been watching them and he, he's making those runs that Nolan used to do when Nolan used to play for West Ham and suddenly score goals out of nowhere. So I would say, yeah, go with three West Ham players. Why not? Very just, good point. Just, Mark Noble, four goals just, in two games, Matt. Just, yeah, I know. Um, kind of the reason why I bought him. But just, I, another thing, just what Mar said there, I did see someone mention this on Twitter. I can't remember who. Apologies for that. But he, he said, look for people who are going to take penalties. Um, and I don't, know, I don't know why, but it just seems like a sensible approach going into double game week 37. There seems to be a lot of these red cards and penalties coming around at this time of the year. Um, so, yeah, the likes of Defoe, he's on penalties, right? And uh, Noble... Yeah. Uh, Hazard, all these players, um, 
well, Vardy Almares, it's probably going to be Vardy now, isn't it? Um, so it might be something to look for. If, you, if you're struggling to decide between a Carroll and a Defoe, for instance, then go for the penalty taker. Although I'm sure Mar went even though Leighton Baines is on penalties, you still wouldn't captain him, would you? I brought him in and he was my regret of the season. So, no, I, no, I wouldn't captain Leighton Baines and I won't be bringing him in either. <laughs> you talk about regret of the season there. Last week on the podcast, we did the team of the season. We're going to finish with the sort of the letdown team of the season. The players that we thought would be brilliant but have let us down completely. We're going to do a full 11. Just complete disappointment. We'd have to scream at you when you look at this team. So... Marwan, who has been the most disappointing goalkeeper this season? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I've got to go with Guzan. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call him a goalkeeper after this season. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be Guzan. I think that's a no-brainer. Matt, who, who's in the defence for you? Well, I mean, I suppose it's what we were looking at. If you want to look at the worst players, then look at my Chitaus 11 article on the FPL Update site. But with regards to letdowns, um, you know, people who who, who should have should be doing better uh, than they have been doing, then uh, the Liverpool defence last year, I thought there was a re- really good lineup. Um, you know, they had some of the most clean sheets, uh, definitely in the top three of clean sheets, and, and now they're just he can't decide on his on his sensible back four. And Skirtle, for me, where's he gone this season? You know, it, 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 it was a decent defender last season. He was getting in there, he was getting goals. It was a rock at the back. And now, well, I don't think Klopp, he, he, he doesn't play him, does he? So put him put him right in the middle, um, Skirtle. <laughs> I think he's off. <laughs> Do you remember the title winning? They winning nearly won the league. I think Skirtle scored six goals or something. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, we were scoring from corners at that time. Dean, we can't, we can't even score from corners now. <laughs> right. Marwan, the midfield, I'm sure I'm sure Memphis Depay is going to be in there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Memphis Depay is one of those that I went for and uh, did absolutely nothing for me at the beginning and never really lived for his uh, for the hype, if, if you like. But I think Hazard has to go in there based on the entire season. The fact that he's scored three in the last two games, and those are his three goals this year. This is the player of the year from last year. Hazard will be the captain of the letdown team for me. Wow, poor, I hope he's not listening to this. He's going to be even more. <laughs> I hope not. I'm bringing him in. I want him to continue scoring. Matt's captaining <laughs> him. <laughs> and Matt, who's up front? Um... Well, dare I say it, I'm going to get a lot of stick, but I think Wayne Rooney's been terrible. You know, I don't think he's the man that he used to be, and um, they've got new blood coming into Manchester, uh, Manchester United now. Uh, you know, we talk about Rashford and Marshall. Um I think they're going to be their driving force going forward next year. I don't think Rooney deserves to be there for England either. I think it's been a bit of a letdown. Yeah, he's, he's up there as a, the, the letdown striker role. Sorry, guys. And this isn't because I'm a Leeds fan, I promise. I can't blame you. He's only going to play for England because he's the captain. Which is, he might have been left back. Yeah. What an awful team that is. Well, and it's funny because real players in summer, if I would have given to you, you would have taken them all, I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe not yeah. Guzan, but most of them. I think I started with Wayne Rooney in my um, 
game week one team. I'm sure I did. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I, I think, like Matty said, if, if if we go with with the worst players, then look at his the Shire House team, or, or you can just put Villa 11, to be fair. <laughs> but I think in FPL, you've got to look at the players that you hope they deliver and they don't, like the Rooney, like the Hazard, maybe even Baines. These guys that you normally rely on, but actually this season did absolutely nothing. You've also got to take yeah, exactly. into consideration the price tag as well for someone like Rooney. What about David Silva? He's had an on-off season because of injury, so I can't... Uh, I Yeah, I mean, he hasn't, again, he hasn't lived up to, to the normal standards and because of his price tag. But I heard somebody say um, Aguero has been a letdown. And I can see why, based on his price, you expect him to be the top. The best, blowing everybody away, and he hasn't. I don't believe he is a letdown. I think he's, you know, his Newcastle game and the double game week 34, he did really well. So he delivered when when needed sometimes. But I can see why people are saying that. Yeah, but then you could call Diego Costa a letdown. Absolutely. Interesting stuff. Well, that's going to conclude this week's podcast. Um, I'm probably going to go and pay it, just just because I'm going with my heart, not my head. I'm going to be there for both games. Hopefully it'll be good. Cheers to Marwan and Matt.